0: Welcome to Business, Law & More, the podcast that's all about the journey, not just the destination. My name is Rena. I'm a lawyer, business owner, and managing partner with Costbond. This podcast is for creative entrepreneurs where we discuss business insights, legal hurdles, and more to help you build a business and life that you love. Thanks for spending time with me today. Turn up the volume and let's begin. Today we're talking about the Landlord and Tenant Act and particularly leases which are protected and the ways in which a landlord can refuse a tenant to grant a new lease. There's lots of information here and a very hot topic. Now it's time to welcome my guest, Gaurav Anokut, who is a solicitor at Cartabon Solicitors. Gaurav is a property solicitor, a commercial property solicitor, and is going to be able to answer some of our questions and give us some nuggets of information. Gaurav, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Rina, for having me. So this is the question. The number of times people, especially tenants, ask us about this, and it's such a hot topic as well. The Landlord and Tenant Act 1954 is a bit of a minefield, but I know that some leases are within the Act and some are outside of the Act. Now, my understanding is that if they're within the Act, then they are protected leases. And what that means is that at the end of the term of the lease, the tenant has an automatic right to renew or to request a renew of the lease. And the landlord can't refuse, but can refuse on certain grounds. Is that right?
1: Yes, that is correct. When a lease is inside the 1954, as we say, it is a protected lease, which means that the tenant has an automatic right of renewal or I would say is to be in the property mostly on the similar terms of the lease, of the current lease. Normally the rent would have been increased obviously because obviously rent review and rent does take place every few years. However, the landlord can refuse it. There are certain grounds on which the landlord can refuse. It is not just a simple reason saying, I I don't want you to be in the property, but very specific grounds on which the landlord can refuse and the landlord also has to demonstrate that he is complying with those rules or the tenant has falls under those exceptions. There was basically there are six reasons or exceptions
0: where the landlord can refuse. Okay, so shall we go through those then, because this is the key, this is what everybody's wanting to probably hear. So talk me through the first one, so six grounds in which a landlord can refuse to grant a new lease, is that right? Yes. Brilliant.
1: I would say the first one and the most important one as a landlord and a danger one for the tenant is breach of lease obligations.
0: Does that mean if the tenant has breached any of the lease terms, the landlord could refuse to grant any lease?
1: That is correct. However, again, there are certain exceptions to that as well. For example, if the tenant has not kept the property in line with the repaying obligations, the landlord has to give a chance basically or an opportunity for the tenant to do those repairs. So there's a qualification to these exceptions as well.
0: Understood. So that's interesting. So that's the first one. What's the second
1: one? I would say planning permission or redevelopment of the commercial property. A lot of time, because it's a commercial property or the landlords are very commercial, they do see opportunity to redevelop or reconstruct the commercial property, in order for the landlord to refuse it, the landlord has to again demonstrate that they have planning permission, they have 100% intention to reconstruct the commercial property probably into flats or into probably an extension to the existing property. So there are processes which the landlord also has to follow and demonstrate. But at the same time, if the landlord is successful, the tenant can get some compensation because the, as a commercial tenant, you've made a good room for yourself in the property. And if you're going to leave the property after 15 years, you need compensation because when you got into that lease, you did have a right to renew it on that assumption when you took the lease.
0: Understood. So it's not enough for a landlord to just say, actually, I'm going to redevelop it. So that's why I'm not granting it to you. They've got to show Or demonstrate that they have gone to the depths of getting planning permission, surveys and etc. That's
1: right, yes.
0: That's interesting. And what is the third ground?
1: I would say non-payment of rent. For example, during COVID, a lot of tenants could not pay rent. Because it was an exception circumstances, the court did allow that if the tenant has not paid rent, the landlord still has to renew it because it was an exceptional circumstances, I would say. But normally where a tenant is not able to pay the rent, definitely as a landlord, you too don't want a tenant to be in there because you are making money out of that property and waste the tenant. So why you should suffer for that rent.
0: Interesting. So if a tenant wants to request a renewal of the lease, you've got to make sure that they're up to date with all their rent payments.
1: That is correct. Mm -hmm. Including the service charge and building insurance, basically all the financial obligations which again ties in with the lease obligations we spoke earlier.
0: Interesting. Okay, so it's not just rent, it's all the other bits and pieces that go with it as well. And what's the fourth?
1: The fourth would be to use it for himself or itself. So for example, if the landlord is a company or an individual, they might decide to use the property for themselves or probably have their own office in there or probably use it as a cafe, if it was a cafe, and they're into the same business. So this is the other ground where a lot of times, or I would say it is quite rare, where landlords have actually used this ground, because it is not conventional for a landlord to not have the property for 15 years, and then all of a sudden say, I'm going to use this property for myself. But it is still a ground, it's basically the rationale behind it, because the property belongs to the landlord, even though he has given it on rent, he should be able to use it if he wants to on renewal.
0: Interesting. So the landlord can't refuse to get one of his family members in, his or her family members, or the company itself occupying it. That is correct, yes. Interesting. And what is ground number five?
1: The ground number five, I would say, is landlord's intention to sell. Because a lot of times when the landlords want to sell it, the incoming buyer might want to use it for themselves as well. Going back to the previous reason where we said that if the landlord wants to use it for themselves, they can use it and they can refuse it. So this again ties in with the previous one where landlord is selling the property and the new landlord or the incoming buyer wants to use it for himself. So that's one of the grounds the landlord can refuse as well.
0: That's interesting. So what if you're partway through the term and then the landlord wants to sell the property? They can do that without the tenant's consent.
1: Yes, that is correct. So they can sell it, but the renewal hasn't come yet in the middle of the lease. Obviously when the buyer is buying the property, probably it is more likely that he knows there's a tenant in there. He may have intentions, but obviously you cannot ask the tenant to leave unless the landlord and the tenant mutually agree and the tenant is ready to surrender the lease.
0: That's really interesting. And then what is the final ground?
1: The final ground will be alternate accommodation, where again, this also ties in with the construction or we can re- redevelopment of the property, the landlord can refuse to grant a renewal of that particular property, but is going to give an alternate accommodation, basically probably a similar size in a similar area. So that is one of the other grounds. But again, if you see, most of the grounds are tied into each other or there's a correlation with other grounds of refusal.
0: That's really interesting to know. And I know that we could talk a lot more about this and go into each one in depth a bit more, but I hope you can join me again for the next podcast and perhaps we can go through these in a bit more detail and also talk about the Section 25 notices as oh,
1: well. 100%. I think Section 25 is one of the key tools to renewal as well.
0: Yes, and mind minefield as well. 100%.
1: Brilliant.
0: Thank you so much for joining me, Gaurav, and hope to see you again soon.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to Business Law and More, a Codbomb podcast. Before we go, if you enjoyed the podcast, please follow and subscribe to the show, share the podcast or tell a friend about it, leave us a review and stay tuned for more next week.